is it about my wife that makes guys <laughs> just run? run. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Thoughts and Perspectives, a Swinger Lifestyle Podcast. We are Ben and Kay, a two-physician couple in the lifestyle, and would like to share with you our thoughts and perspectives on related topics. We are physicians, but we are not your physicians. If you have any concerns about your personal or mental health, you should talk with your own doctors. This is an adult podcast and is not intended for people under the age of 18. Hello, and welcome to episode 11 threesomes episode yeah what do you what do you think about threesomes that's really fun that's fun what's your what's your favorite type of threesome oh gosh um you know i think that probably still fmf oh yeah that's my favorite too (laughs) (laughs) but i've been more and more fond of ffm ffm yeah it's yeah yeah that was that was new for us it's a slight distinction yeah, between yeah. Yeah, how so, uh, things go. Yeah, why don't we get into that? So types of threesomes. And so my list here, I have FMF, MFM, MMF, FFM, FFF. <laughs> that's a lot of Fs. letters. That's a lot of Fs. <laughs> a lot of Fs. Um, and then I suppose you could have an MMM, but I guess I don't really roll that way, so that's a little outside of our... Our expertise area. Our expertise, Yeah. <laughs> So the FMF, um, this is how a lot of people start in the lifestyle, and I think it's how maybe you started in the lifestyle. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know who did that to you. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> I, know a, I know a guy who knows a guy. He's like, um, hey, do you want to come to this club with me and my girlfriend? And I'm like, sure. I love clubbing. <laughs> yeah. So for, for the listeners, for the listeners, we weren't together in the beginning. Right. right. You were a unicorn for me and the girl I was dating at the time, and you joined us right. uh, for a threesome. That was your first dip into the lifestyle. Right. Right. It was downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think a lot of couples start that way. You know, they start thinking about being in the lifestyle and doing some crazy stuff, and so they, you know, they go out to find a girl, right? Yeah, and it's just, like, fun way to add, you know, something to... to spice it up a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, so how does an FMF differ from an FFM? Well, depends on who's in the center of attention and who's, you know, right. kind of having, I don't know, more, not more freedom, but a little more power over what's happening. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, who, who, who is the center of attention? So the difference between an FMF and an FFM is that in an FMF, it's more, the scenario would be more like two straight girls and a straight guy, right? So the guy in that scenario would maybe getting more of the attention. Um, and then FFM, maybe one of the women is like more bi, or maybe on the lesbian end of the spectrum, and she tends to be the the middle of the the middle of the scenario. Right. Okay. How about the next one? MFM. How do you like having a penis in both ends? <laughs> is this a question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That's just I'm just reading the show notes. <laughs> How do I like it? Well, I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I remember trying it for the first time. Like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, multitasking. Yeah. Yeah. How do you how do you keep track? You know, it's it was luck. Just luck. Exactly. Okay, and then uh, FFF. I guess um, haven't really had a chance to try that one, even though I sent you on a mission to to attempt that on the last cruise. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of hard to find two unicorns. Yeah, or 
Yeah, I guess or I, maybe a lesbian couple is easier to find. Would you be into that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Okay. <laughs> Where would you be? <laughs> Hold that. I'm tired. I'm old. I could take a nap. <laughs> I could get a pedicure. <laughs> get my nails did. Any of that. <laughs> oh, my God. You're too funny. You know I love naps. That's true. Okay. Uh, glossary of terms. Okay, so we, we use the term unicorn a couple of times. What is a unicorn? Mm, it's a single girl that joins a couple. Yeah. And uh, you were a unicorn briefly. Yeah. What's, I, it, what's it like being a unicorn? You know, it's funny because I was a unicorn without fully understanding that I was a unicorn. That was the funniest part of it, oh. you know? Like, the couples were so excited to hang out with me oh, yeah, and course. spend time. Yeah, dude. yeah, you were a 20-something-year-old unicorn. Of course they were. And I was just like, hey, I get in for free. People are extra nice at this club. Things happen or not. And I can say no really easily. Sign me up. <laughs> That's how I viewed it. And then later on, I realized I'm like, oh, there's a term for this. And so, you know, the bartender was like super nice to me. That dude never wore pants. Yeah, or that's a dude with no pants. He was shirt cocking it yeah. all the time. Right. All the time. And so I just, I think for me at that time, like I wasn't really fully aware of what's happening. It's just like, hey, I just got out of this relationship that went south and this is a great pastime. Yeah, and it's, it's, good, for, it's good for your ego and your morale and all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, no commitments. Yeah, you just have to watch out for jealous wives, I guess. That, I was not... When I was so early in the lifestyle, I wasn't really aware of like things I'm looking for, red flags, like what could go wrong. Yeah. In a way, it was... Nothing could go wrong. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I did follow, I think, kind of my intuition. And if things were not where they, they were, I would say no. So I definitely did that. But I just didn't have like explicitly like understanding I'm a unicorn. I should look for X, Y, and Z. Like, it didn't have, like, all that logistic stuff. I'm like, okay, I'll go for it. This feels good. Okay. How about the second one? Hot wife. What, what you aspire to be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hot wife. Would you say hot wife? It, I don't know. I feel like when, you, when a hot wife joins you as a couple, like, do you think it's, it still is a hot wife experience or oh, a more yeah. threesome experience? Oh, for sure. Well, I guess both at the same time. Right. That's both, yeah. It's a three, hot wife threesome. Yeah. Do you want to describe what a hot wife is? Yeah. That's where, you know, you go out and you do stuff. Yeah. It's so it's, it's a wife who hooks up with other people or other couples and the husband is aroused by that. Right. Right. And so he, he, he gets off on her being promiscuous or, or whatever. Um, the thing is, it's kind of like a fixed thing, right? It's like a fixed dynamic. Yeah. The, the part that sometimes is where I, get mixed up as you know people will say i have a hall pass and the woman mm -hmm. also has a you know hall pass so is is that a scenario where you think that she's a hot wife yeah well I, it depends on their dynamic right yeah because uh, i mean the guy might not even get off on that at all he might be like well i'm gonna go play and the wife's gonna be like well if you're gonna go play i'm gonna go play that i wouldn't call that a hot wife at all i'm not sure how healthy that is but i would not call that a hot wife yeah. But if the guy's like, go play with that couple and go crazy and come back and tell me every excruciating detail. Then it's a hot that's wife. That's a hot expert. wife. The thing about the hot wife, though, is I know I feel like it's like, like such a fixed definition, right? So it's like, 
would I have someone like a single dude come over and hook up with you? Maybe, but are you a hot wife? I wouldn't say so because that's like not our dynamic, right? The funny part is there is no term for hot husband, but I, I think I'm a pretty hot husband. <laughs> you are a really hot husband. Oh my god, it's getting out of control. You just stop lifting. Um, but of the dynamic in that, I think I'd be more turned on by hot husband situation. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we have, we have I guess, attempted that, but more of, like, in a bondage and dominance sort of scenario, right? Because I keep, like, you know... We'll I get to that later. Imagine stuff where, like, you're traveling and you do something and then you come home and you tell me about it. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so hot. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but you keep telling me, like, when you travel, you're so tired. You're like, oh, ah, yeah, it's like, I don't want to put any effort into that sort of thing. the last thing on yeah, my mind. Thing, exactly. I'm so exhausted I'm from trying whatever to find this... some food. I'm trying to go to bed. I'm trying to survive this conference that's yeah, super exactly. boring. Exactly. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I leave it in the fantasy. You know, some things don't ever have to see the light that's of true. day, but you know, they can still remain a fantasy. Okay, bull. Oh, that's that's totally you. <laughs> well, it used to be, I guess. Yeah, you used to be a bull. So it's true. Yeah, I yeah, used to be unicorn. You used to be a bull. True. <laughs> you talk about that. That's kind of our dynamic. We're a unicorn bull couple. Not really, because we like couples too. Our main thing is couples. Right. Yeah. Um, our past, we should say. Yeah, our, past our past is unicorn and bull. Yeah. Yeah. And so a bull is like a unicorn. Is like a, a guy who's kind of like a freelance pinch hitter, a, a stunt cock. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, like a couple needs a, you know, an extra dick in the situation. Yeah, spice things up. They bring in a bull. Yeah, yeah. Um, stag vixen. So this is like a new term, I guess. I, or at least I hadn't heard of it so much in the past. I think it's becoming more and more popular because I see it on Reddit more. Yeah. Um, it has never come up like in a conversation with another couple where they said, hey, we have this dynamic. Yeah, I do see it posted every once in a while like on travel groups. And they're like, oh, we're a stag vixen couple. I'm like, what is that? So I went and got the the urban dictionary definition, that the highest voted definition. So I'm going to go ahead and read that now. Okay. <clears throat> stag vixen, a couple in which the man shares his woman with other men for erotic NSA encounters. Yet the husband is straight, hetero, alpha, and not seeking byplay nor humiliation. And the woman does not demean or sissify her man as contrasted to the cuckold slash cuckoldress. Stag vixen is the other variant of the hot wifing lifestyle. So is this like a regular threesome then? <laughs> well, shares his man with other... I, you know, so the thing that I always thought was stag vixen, I always thought it was like a dom-sub thing, like the, the stag, the male half is telling the vixen, like, you're going to fuck those three guys. Oh, okay. That's how I thought it was. Yeah. Yeah. But me, I don't, I don't know. That's not what that's not what Urban Dictionary Urban Dictionary yeah, doesn't does not say that. Imply yeah. that. Yeah. So I would say clarify with a couple. Yeah. What they. Yeah, what they want out of the deal. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, if if you tell me you're a cuckold, I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna be a little, I'm gonna put some showmanship into this, right? Right. And if you're stag vixen, then maybe maybe. Maybe you want to tone it down. Maybe tone it down a notch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So oh, that makes sense. So the. If you're joining a couple where they tell you they're stag vixen, they confirm that the guy wants to stay the alpha. Mm -hmm. So you're coming in as a, let's say, a guy mm -hmm. until you're going to be kind of a little more. You just do what you're told. Yeah. Stunt oh. cock. Could be Got like, it. we need a cock here. And he's like, 
You got it. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, got it. (laughs) Easy. Easy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. um, The next one is cuckold couple. Um, And I guess above that, they use the term cuckold slash cuckoldress. Um, But a cuckold couple is one where the guy likes another guy to come in and have sex with his wife and then humiliate him a little bit. He's into the humiliation kind of. I think that this is a lot more popular. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more porn under that heading at Pornhub, so presumably. There's a lot less queen porn. Yeah, you've been searching for that. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, niche market. We're going to have to make it happen. (laughs) Dragon. Do you know what a dragon is? You know, told me a thing before, but I keep forgetting. I don't think I have met a, you know, a person who, who, you know, explicitly used that term. We know a dragon. Oh, do we? We do. Oh. We do. Yeah, and we bought a whole shitload of cruises from him. No way. Yeah. So a, a dragon is the same thing as a bull, except for a bull is straight and a dragon is bisexual. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel like that's more rare than than a unicorn. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, there's a certain, there's still a little bit of a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, a, like people are not totally open to the idea of a bi dude. Yeah. Yeah, they're way less accepting. So I think if you are a dragon, maybe maybe you don't advertise as much. That would make sense. Why just um, less talked about when you meet people? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, we want to talk a little bit about um, selfishness. Is this threesome for you or for your partner? Yeah, I think that kind of having so before you have a threesome, right? You should have a discussion with. Just don't run into it and just go for it and see what happens. Oh, that's just a scenario for you know Reddit posts where things go haywire when things were not discussed, not planned, and kind of then happened. And I think that when you have a scenario where let's say you're not by and you think, hey, it's my husband's birthday and I'm gonna look for an awesome threesome situation and prize them, whatever. So you're going into it with an idea of like, hey, this is this is for my partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus going into threesome where I think this is, has this has changed for me where I'm more interested in a threesome for my own pleasure. So selfish. You know? No, it's, it's, it's good. Where I kind of look, you know, I allow kind of my bi side to come out and see how much fun I will have also. Yeah. So I think, oh, it's it's fun for you, but is it fun for me? And then I go into different dynamic. And having a threesome where the other woman is bi also is just way more fun for me. Yeah, a lot not, more options, a lot more positions. Right. Not that I would say no to a threesome with a straight woman. I think it still would be a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot more attention for me, a lot more multitasking. Right. It's easier for me if I can just, like, leave you guys alone and, like, let you take care of the situation for a bit, you know, instead of me constantly having to make sure both women are taken care of. Oh, okay. I'm I'm all about convenience. (laughs) That's not how I see it because it's funny because in those FFM um, threesomes, I feel like I get way more attention. Like, I get more attention from the unicorn and then I get attention from you just like I would regular threesome so Mm -hmm. it's like threesome with a bonus yeah yeah um how things go haywire uh yeah 
Yeah, um, so we have a couple of um, topics in, in this section. So number one, I just put jealousy. I think jealousy is one where I had most um, friends approach and kind of share like, hey, we tried a threesome and it was a disaster afterwards. Like we didn't talk. My partner got jealous. How do you guys do this where you don't get jealous? I don't think we had a jealousy issue necessarily during threesome. Not not from myself, actually, but... Oh, um, yeah. Well, so... From your girlfriend. Yeah, when me and my girlfriend at the time were together and you were our unicorn, uh, one on one occasion you split off to go talk to some other couple, and my girlfriend at the time lost it. She was so pissed. And she was like looking over there and she goes, that is our unicorn. What is she doing? Yeah. I was not aware of that dynamic. But yeah, this is definitely an issue. I think where, I don't know, if you start kind of comparing yourself, let's say you have a scenario where you look for a unicorn and it, she joins you for, you know, let's say FMF. FMF. One of those things. Right? Yeah. And then you're looking at her body and you're like, oh my gosh, this woman is really hot. And, you know, whatever your comparison thoughts get away from you. Sure. Right? Or a scenario that you hear a lot is where your partner's doing something and you don't usually see it. And then you get to see that done to another woman and you're like, wait a second, you don't yeah. do this to me. Yeah, I feel like we're starting to get over that, though, right? Like, when I look for a dude for you, I'm like, who is, like, the best-looking, most muscular dude I can find, right? I think it's a, it's a mentality of having fun. Yeah, I, th I think it's part of our evolution, right? Like, I, I'm for, for sure, at one point, I, was I would look at a dude and be like, oh, this guy is too big or too attractive or, like, he has a so much bigger penis or whatever. I think right? I'm still working on repeat encounters. That's yeah. where my hang-up still is. Where it's like, if you want, you go once and you're like, oh, this is good. I want more. Um, yeah, we do double dip a lot with unicorns. Exactly. Yeah. Opportunity arises for more encounters. And so. The repeat customers. It's good. Yeah. What about envy? Do you ever get envious? Uh, one situation that was not quite a threesome, but remember we were, we were swapping with a couple and her husband said oh hey come over here for dp because it's her favorite thing and then very quickly both of the guys ran over mm. to the other wife and i was like what is happening and so that was an example of threesome that was not planned yeah you you accidentally got excluded from <laughs> right and i was and that was not jealousy that was envy i'm like well, that's a lot of attention. I want that too. That was kind of a crazy situation though because that happened for what, like 10 seconds? Yeah, I think... Yeah, and it's like, if that's her favorite thing, like why did you stop after 10 seconds? Yeah, I wasn't sure. I mean, my theory is potentially the other husband, he probably realized like, hey, probably left the other partner by herself. Oh and yeah, maybe. Didn't tell her what was happening whatsoever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> There's that. Maybe I need to go clarify. <laughs> and so that's kind of what I think, but that was not one unplanned three somewhere. I was like, oh. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be but, <laughs> right yeah. I'm like uh is this going to be like you know she goes first and I go next like <laughs> <laughs> like what what is happening right now but yeah that was that was an interesting very brief threesome yeah <laughs> that you had okay um let's see inadequacy feeling left out I guess we kind of covered both of those things huh 
Yeah, not a cuisine. I would say for me, mostly physical. Um, and yeah, if it's like a woman that's really hot, I used to compare myself and be like, well, that doesn't, I don't look as good. And, you know, you want to have sex with her again. And then I would get like into it in my head. And yeah, now the physical part, I don't know why, it just doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah, I think it's a stage that you just get over, right? But you have to be open to it, right? So you will, when you introduce this this third person, your attention is split, right? To yeah. two people. Yeah. And you you might experience like that un- unevenness a little bit. Yeah. Right? I, I think it's just part of like your growth as a swinger, right? I think, And I think you have to go through it before you can rise above it, you know? Yeah, you just have to. Right? Like you have to go through that situation, you know, and realize no matter how muscular that dude is and no matter how big that dude's cock is, it has like no effect on our relationship. Exactly. Yeah. I think you go through it a few times. And so when you go for, th- for threesome and those kind of thoughts, of inadequacy or comparison, whatever gets triggered, you just kind of view it as opportunity to work through it sooner or later you have to yeah yeah um okay uh fantastic beasts and where to find them oh that's a very good question yeah I think so a lot of where, where do you find these third wheels and so the first one i have is online that's where you used to find people when Couples, you were bull. yeah yeah i would be just trolling the internet craigslist aff that sort of thing but now there's like a field and three fun and I guess a couple of other like Tinder-like apps you can use. I never did online for threesomes. I always did the club. The club, yeah. I don't know. For me, it's such important kind of part to meet the person for sure. in person to for get sure. to know them. Yeah. So I was thinking, is I don't want to go f- try to find like some single male online because when that dude shows up, it's going to be like, who knows what you're getting. But then I was thinking, that'd be the same thing for a female as well. Right. Right. Yeah, so it's not it's not unique to dudes online that they're weirdos. You might find some like strange. I think that's where our age shows that we're less less comfortable with online start of relationship. Uh, I don't know about that because I mean I used to be quite comfortable with it in the past, but now I just kind of want to like feel them out so they don't introduce chaos into my life. You know. You know what's interesting is even though our last few encounters with the unicorns have been on a cruise, I feel like we did get to know them a little bit online That's before true. we met. Yeah. So I should yeah. say that through the through the cruise group. Online, yeah. yeah. I'd say that some online contact is good. Yeah. But I think it's nice to limit your commitment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right? Don't don't overcommit. And then when you, you meet, don't know what you're running into. Right. When you meet the person, then make that commitment. Like, do you want to go through with the encounter? Mm-hmm. Like, would you book a hotel for a threesome with a person you only talked online? Would I know? Just because who knows who knows how it might fall to shit and then you've got this hotel book. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, for the cruise, that kind of restricts your your audience, right? Like meeting someone who's already on the cruise is different than meeting some rando behind a dumpster in an alley somewhere, right? Like you, <laughs> you. What would you mean? Somebody. No, but I'm just saying the the barrier to entry of like meeting someone, say on Tinder, right? They've they've got there's no barrier to entry with that, right? Yes. Anyone could set a profile on Tinder and do that, but for somebody to go on, on like a cruise. cruise like we do, like they've invested quite a bit for that experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can still get some weirdos, but 
And then you're going to keep running into them over and over again. Even a club is a commitment. Even the club's a commitment. Yeah. I agree. Um, the club. This <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was our next uh, uh, bulletin. Uh, finding unicorns in the club. Oh, do you remember that one you found at the phone party? Oh, I guess we'll cover that in a little bit. So, yeah, you can find unicorns at the club. You know what's interesting? At the club, it's complete luck. Like, that's where the definition of unicorn comes in, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you run into them, they're pretty rare. Yeah. It's not going to be, I feel like, on a typical night. Maybe yeah. it's on a theme night. Yeah, the thing is, is we when we would go to the club, we weren't really looking for a unicorn, right? We're, we're looking for couples. So maybe, like, we just didn't have our eyes open. I almost feel like what's paradoxical about unicorns is the, the less... The less you're looking as a couple, the more luck you have, you know? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, a lot of the the newer couples um, who are just edging into the lifestyle and are only interested in a unicorn, they might have a harder time finding a unicorn than a couple who's like, oh yeah, we're, we're, we've got some experience under our, under our belt and we don't care if it's a couple or a unicorn or a bull. Probably not a dragon for us, but maybe for some people. Right. You know, what's interesting is I think a lot of people enter lifestyle through threesome. Oh, for sure. For threesome sure. Threesome is like, yeah. I don't know what it is, but threesome, when you say you're a swinger, it's like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're so fucked. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you're out there. But if you had an innocent little threesome with two girls. It's like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like there's no, yeah. I feel like that's it's like everyone's like, oh yeah, of course. This yeah. Seems fun. So, I mean, I, to a degree, I entered lifestyle through a threesome myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then events and travel. Since we've only been doing travel, that's kind of where our success has been recently. I think uh, with the travel, the one good tip is a lot of unicorns will post ahead of time that they're going on the cruise. And I didn't realize it. And based on my conversations with those unicorns, sometimes they'll say it's actually not that easy for them to find couples that they like. Yeah. Because, you know, they have to also meet through and figure out who they want to. Yeah. And the cruise is also booked with events and whatever, yeah. meet and greets. And, yeah. And so they they actually have to put some effort into finding couples that they want on these events. So yeah. they do post ahead of time that their unicorn's going on the cruise. So. Yeah. Kind of keep an, keep an eye open on, you know, your whatever platform choices for the event you're going and see yeah. if they post yeah okay awesome story time so uh first i listed off some mfms that we've done in the past do you remember um, the first one with the russian dude at scarlet where it was like we thought it was a couple but the wife bowed out at the last minute yeah that was a weird encounter and and the girls were also there were several people like in this group talking yeah. and hanging out yeah. Yeah. and then people kind of split off yeah that's what the, the part that I was trying to figure out how our house is going to be. Like, are we going to be all in one Oh, yeah. Is it going to be like a big group? Like is it going to be a, or... uh, an orgy, right? We're all like chatting, getting along. Great. And then people kind of split off really quickly. And then for some reason, you know, I look over and like, you're left without a partner. I'm like, that's weird. I'm like, how did you get left out? So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, hang out by my husband. I don't want him to feel left out because I I can't have fun if I know that something's up where you're not having fun. Like, it's like a turn off for me and I 
like I'm on alert kind of. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to hang out over here and see how this happens and when we need to go. And then this guy shows up and I thought that his wife is also going to join. Well, I thought his wife was also going to join too because you were, you were dancing with the husband and I was dancing with the wife. And I'm like, this is going places. This wife is pretty attractive. And then I think she like went to a different room. With- no, no. She, she was like, oh, he can go do stuff, but I don't do anything. Oh. And so like we went downstairs with him and she stayed upstairs. That, and that we, makes sense yeah. because I'm like, did she run off to another room? Like what happened? I think she just stayed upstairs on the dance floor. Just stay dancing, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's their dynamic. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know if that's their dynamic because you know we we did the deed right, and the dude as soon as he popped, he was gone. Like he grabbed his clothes and he literally ran because <laughs> I think he had that post nut clarity, and maybe he wasn't <laughs> supposed to do that even though she said it was okay. Because when we went back upstairs, those guys were not even in the building. Yeah, that was. Yeah, they were gone. But the the interesting part is before, like, there was green lights everywhere. Yeah. She's like, oh, he can go do stuff. It's totally fine. I don't do anything. But no, it's fine. But I think maybe it was not fine. Then maybe it was like, ah, oh, now I need to get out as quickly. But the yeah. encounter for myself, and to answer your question, was excellent. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was an excellent Eiffel Tower encounter. Yeah. That you were happy with your stunt cock. Yeah. Yeah. I was very satisfied. I'm trying to think if I've had that before. Not not in in a situation I feel like that was like true dedicated, like two guys to myself mm-hmm. and I for the first time was like holding one in each hand and, and I was just like grinning up to my ears and I'm like, This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I do remember some Really good memories from that time. But yeah, I couldn't quite figure it out. I wish the dynamic was clear. It would give me like even a better memory because it's a little tinted with that. I just would want to go back to the spouse and say, hey, was that okay? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. mean to like, you know, totally chill. Pr- pretty sure we're never going to see those people again. Right? Yeah. You can't clarify yeah. stuff. Phone party guy. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. That guy. Yeah. Um, it's... <laughs> I wouldn't have been, it's funny because it's like, yes, technically it's a threesome, but this dude jumps on the bed, runs over, jumps on the bed, just asks me a question like, can I join? But it was just like, we're already doing stuff. Yeah. And just joins and like literally hammers things for like. That dude is like a jackrabbit. Like two minutes and then runs away. I was like, what was that? So, so what I'm wondering is like with these guys at that club, why do they run away? Like it, like as soon as they're done, they are sprinting. Like they're gone. Yeah. you Because know, like, I, I know after I pop, I'm taking a nap. I'm not running anywhere. But you also like to chill and like check in with people. Like, hey, you know, how's that for you? And like, it was so nice to meet you. I, you do Dude, do the aftercare. When, when I when I pop, it's like I get hit with one of those poison darts in the neck. And I'm just out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just out. You're like, what is this French orgasm definition of a little death? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're really chill. But no, it's the opposite effect. Yeah, I'm chill because I'm comatose. That's the definition of chill. <laughs> yeah, that, ex- that encounter was not the greatest threesome of Gara. No, it wasn't. It has very like little memory in my like details it just came to mind because i thought of that first guy who ran and then <laughs> the next like, thing i think was about that 
What is it about <laughs> like, my wife that makes guys <laughs> just <surprised>? run? <laughs> I'm I'm really nice. I'm really dumb. You know, usually pretty whatever, open minded and excited. Yeah. You know, I have no idea. I, I scared, must have scared them off. It's Colorado. People run a lot in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Must be the culture. And both of the dudes <laughs> are pretty fit. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. They look like runners. Yep. Maybe it's just what they like to do. Maybe they like to get that runner's high on top of it. Yeah. Yep. Um, DP, Southern style. The funny part, I wouldn't say it a threesome, but because... It was, because the other wife kind of chilled. She, she just chilled. She was like the... She was like logistics. Yeah. Yeah. She was like more about coordination. Yeah. She was kissing him like every once in a while, I think, while yeah. things were happening. But yeah, it was excellent. And it was my first and only DP experience. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it will not stay only for very long. Yeah, we'll see how you play your cards. <laughs> but you know that? That was really good. That was very well planned. So that yeah. that was like an example of us, I feel like, learning and communicating and just kind of saying, hey, what is your fantasy? When you board this cruise, what would you like to try? Yeah. Right? And we're like, hey, I want to try X. I, you know, I want to try yeah. Y. And then when we met the right couple, we asked them, hey, would you up for this? And we let them kind of talk that over. Yeah. And then when things actually happen. I don't think they had to talk it over too much. They're like, yeah, we do that. Yeah, they were were super chill. Yeah, they were down. Yeah, they were super chill. So I think that that was good vibes, good communication. And I think that's why it went so well. I was honestly just super relaxed. Yeah, I think you have to be pretty relaxed for that. (laughs) I did tell the other couple, like, hey, if this does not go well for me, I am going to just stop yeah. and kind of let them know my, what is it, a red? Yeah, your, uh, your limits. Yeah, my limits ahead of time. Yeah. So that was great. It's interesting. We had actually quite a few of these at MFM. In my mind, I'm like, I hardly had any. I should yeah. have more. <laughs> and we've also had a, a lot of group things where we've had a dude in each end, right? Well, now I'm on the hunt for an Eiffel Tower. I know what I want. Yeah. So I mean, that when people ask me. I think you've done Eiffel Tower at least more than you can count on one hand. Think so? I think so, yeah. Oh, I still feel like it's not enough. Not enough. <laughs> greedy. <laughs> I'm not sure that having more is making me perhaps greedier. <laughs> How about the FMF for you? Yeah, that's that's kind of the, I just put how we started. Um, but we kind of already went over that story. Yeah, and that's, I guess those are your encounters with your previous girlfriend you had. Yeah, yeah, those. we did a lot of FMFs, yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't say a lot, a few, a couple, many. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a couple, yeah. Yeah. FFM. FFM. Yeah, I was going to say, would you say that our first unicorn encounter, which was also in Colorado with a foam party girl... Yeah. Um, I, that was more of an FMF, I think. Yeah, maybe I put that in the wrong category. It was a little bit leaning toward equal. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So. Yeah, so basically this story is, is Kay goes out, we're at the foam party, and there's foam everywhere. You really can't see anyone. It's up to your neck. But you can feel people. Like yeah. a lot of people. But she's just going through the crowd and then finds some girl, and I don't even know how you identified that she was a unicorn. But you're like, hey, come back and have sex with my husband. And somehow she was okay. She was like, okay. You know, it's funny. Sometimes it's like you're like, you spot somebody and you like, you lock eyes with them. They're sending you the vibe. Yeah, they're sending yeah. you the vibe. And I was like, oh, this is a cute girl. 
looking back now that I understand how I am, I was totally attracted to her and yeah. she was to me. Yeah. And so we got things going ahead of time. And then I was like, oh, I know how to make things happen. I have a have a husband <laughs> <laughs> and that, that can join us. And so that's how, how it happened. So we were just like dancing and, and playing with the foam for a while, I think, before he showed up. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, that was really fun, actually. Yeah, that was really fun. And you were gone and like I was, get, I was still getting all kinds of attention, you know, in the foam. It was great. Oh, yeah. No, the foam party was awesome. Yeah, pretty off the hook. Oasis Unicorn. And I called this one Adventures in Scissoring. Yeah, so I would say, you know, this this woman had, at least as she described it to us, mostly lesbian relationships throughout her whole life. And I think that the reason she is in lifestyle is mostly to kind of scratch that itch. Yeah. Is like how I would put it. She's also not single. She's actually married. Was married. When, was married, right? Yeah. And so at, the, at least at the time she was with us, she was yeah. married. Yeah. Um, to a man. And so it was a little bit different dynamic. Yeah. There was a lot of girl-girl happening there. Yeah. I signed up for that threesome. I was not aware of it. Yeah, I didn't know either. And so I, I, I thought no I'm signing up for MFM. Yeah. Until she like F- crawled on top of F- you. F- Until F- she crawled on top of you and started scissoring you. And I was just sitting there enjoying myself. The drinking funny, my wine right <laughs> the funny part is i'm like i'm like i don't know what to expect from it. i'm like i don't know if i like it or not but sure you can try it and then halfway through i'm like this is kind of awesome yeah <laughs> and so i'm like can you show me how to do this a little better and so she actually like explained how to do stuff i will go ahead and try it in my future encounters and you've been quite successful with that right it seems like you've got some satisfied customers I still have a lot of things to learn. Still need more opportunities. Julie Unicorn won 15 person orgy. So I guess the question is, is if you're having a threesome in the middle of an orgy, is it really a threesome at all? You know what was interesting is that was one part where the unicorn, when the orgy started happening, yeah. the unicorn was by herself. Yeah, she was by herself just sitting there. Like, like everybody swapped. Everybody like, yeah, everybody swapped. And, then and she was just chilling by herself. Yeah, she was chilling. And you like spotted it right away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professional. <laughs> but, you know, it's, I wasn't, I also, I guess I was ignorant, like looking for myself and who we're going to swap with and what is going to happen next. No, no, I looked across the, the giant the field. bed and I saw a unicorn there and I'm like, there is no way a unicorn is going unfucked on my watch. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. Come wife. <laughs> we have a job to do. That's where I was like, oh, is this really happening? Yes, that unicorn is available. Nobody took the unicorn. A lot of times you think that... It's a you, crazy mixed up world out there. You know, it's like, it's such high demand. It's like, why yeah. even try? Like, yeah. it's just like too many people are going to jump on that. You know, it's like yeah. playing lottery. Odds are so low. Like, yeah. you want to just it's confidence, throw, dude. throw down a towel and be like, yeah. we're just never going to get a unicorn. And yeah. You'd be surprised. Confidence is super important in the lifestyle. Yeah. yeah, just go for it. Just go for it. Yep. Jewel unicorn number two, because we met two unicorns on the on the jewel cruise. Yeah. Yeah, and so that one was fun because we did a bunch of stuff that we that we didn't. Uh... You know, you, unicorns are very interesting because if if you're if you let the unicorn kind of tell you what she wants, mm-hmm. and that's how we usually approach the unicorns, right? Yeah. We're like we are very attuned. 
these these women kind of have their preferences. Yeah, and they have looking. a fantasy that plays out in their exactly. head about what they want. Yeah, right. That's I get that from my bull experience. You got to figure out what their fantasy is and then make it happen. Right. So that I think that's the reason why our unicorns come back usually, yeah. or are yeah. very willing, you know, to come back yeah. for repeated encounters, is because we. We do want to hear those kind of things. Yeah. And then you just have to be really open-minded to go ahead and try those things. What's the worst thing you try? You don't like it. You know, yeah. life yeah. is a Move box on. of chocolates. But with both of these unicorns, right, that we've tried on Oasis and Jewel's unicorn, it was like, whoa, this is stuff we have not tried. And True. Yeah. kind yeah. of yeah. awesome. Yeah, kind of kind of widened our perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It also helps if, if you're, a, you know, unicorn is a nurse and you reply back to her right away. Hey, how would you like to hook oh, up yeah. with two oh. doctors? Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> not everybody, I think, can necessarily spin that angle. But if you can, I, I think it's helpful. You'd be surprised how many people in lifestyle and healthcare. I yeah, feel there, like there's a lot. It's, it's a very healthy outlet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you want to talk about the, the BD session? With the first unicorn or second unicorn? What did we do with the first unicorn? I've forgotten already. Oh, all the... All the stuff? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Your memory needs to yeah, be sorry. refreshed. Yeah, It's pretty spotty. Yeah. Uh, with our first unicorn, there was a lot more... So sh- she actually was um, a submissive. Yeah, like, I think she probably had more like... She was trained submissive. Like kink. She has like more kink experience than we did, really. Right. Well, almost certainly. We have almost none. And so I asked her some, like, hey, can you tell me more about how this works? And she just, like, showed me a bunch of pictures of her training, like, explained stuff to me. And so, and then she just requested that you do some things. Like, she wanted breath play. Oh, yeah. 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 And you're like, sure, yeah. I am trained in the airway. I can apply just yeah. the right amount yeah, it's, yeah, of pressure. Yeah. I mean, if it's requested, it's kind I will. Of part of my, I don't want to say my normal dynamic, but that is a, a service that's offered <laughs> if, upon request. Upon request, you can provide yeah. safe yeah. breath play. Yeah. Which is, which is interesting because I can't request breath, or I should say, I don't feel comfortable requesting breath play from a regular swap with someone I'm yeah, just meeting for the first yeah, time. I, I, I probably wouldn't either. I would have to get to know them. Does this person really understand what they're doing and like, you know, if they can control yeah. their ego, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was fun. So that was our, the first unicorn, but our second unicorn, we, we did the ropes class. And we yeah. told her, hey, uh, we're coming to dinner. What do you guys do today? We went to this ropes class. We're yeah. into rope. Yeah. And she was like, well, that is just what I want. Yeah. yeah. And then she she actually introduced a challenge said, I get out of all the ropes yeah. that I've ever been tied with. And you're yeah. like, well, let me try. Yeah. Well, I wasn't, I didn't necessarily, I don't know if she could have gotten out of the ropes that I tied her into, right? Because I wasn't like really aiming so much to restrain her because I knew she was going to be in that position for a long time. You yeah, know? you restrained so, her the right way. So I, I did it very, I did it not do it in such a way to make sure she absolutely would not escape. I did it in such a way that she'd be comfortable spread eagle on the bed for, you know, <laughs> the 90 seconds it takes for me to, to reach the climax. <laughs> More like an hour, yeah, but was, okay. Yeah, it was maybe a bit. <laughs> it was for a bit. She was, and, and where were you in that scenario? Oh, uh, well, I practiced some with scissoring. We had some scissoring, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's right. Yeah. You gotta keep those skills fresh. Yep. Um, that was really nice, like dynamic mm-hmm. vice. 
I feel yeah. like for for us. Yeah, like a, I kind of directed you to what to what to do. A submissive by unicorn. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh my god. Checks all the boxes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's like a unicorn with a cherry on top. Part of me just thinks that it's just it was so good. Will we ever find that yeah, again? Yeah, we should have taken more video. <laughs> you know, it's in the moment. Yeah. Well, because for a second there, I had you kneeling on the pillow while I was, yeah, while I was taking stuff. advantage of her. Um, I should have had you take me some video. You regret that? Yeah. Well, instead, I had a really nice glass of wine in my hand, and I was enjoying the show. And later, she contacted us and said, could you please send us the video so I can masturbate? <laughs> that was fun. That's the greatest compliment you can receive from a unicorn. It's, can I, can I have this for my enjoyment? Yeah. Can I have this memory for my enjoyment? Yeah, so our, I would say our threesomes are getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been, I don't know if it's just luck or happenstance or what, but I feel like, you know, it's been an upward trajectory. So I don't know, maybe we peaked. Yeah. I don't know. That's where I'm like, can, can this really, you know, with threesomes, sometimes you do have this moment where you're like, is this really happening? This is so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't be- believe we got so lucky. Definitely part of the unicorn experience. All right. Well, I think that just about completes my show notes. Were there any other topics that you wanted to cover? Well, hopefully we'll have more experience to add. Yeah, to hopefully our we'll have some more future, uh, some more uh, things to talk about. Um, so our email address um, is thoughtsandperspectives at gmail.com, T H O T S and perspectives at gmail.com. Let us know if you want to hear more like crazy stories that we've been through, or if you just want to hear more perspectives about. Uh, lifestyle topics. Yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode.